and that's what I kind of talked about off the top is that we're able to work with anybody around the world. So me being in Canada, I have clients in Canada, the United States. I've had clients in Australia. I have clients who are, um, I had a one in Russia. I wow. had one you know, in, in some, uh, we've, I, I think I actually worked one with, with one in South Africa as well. So we can work with anybody all over, anywhere in the world. So if you're a practitioner and your particular country is maybe a little bit difficult with the testing, the good thing is, is that you can work with anybody. So if you're willing to put yourself out there, you can work with people outside of your country and still be successful. Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com, but for now, here is today's episode. Hello, hello, FDN people. You guys seemed to like my music last time, so uh, I added it on this time too. And we didn't get copyrighted, so that's also amazing. I keep my job and no one gets sued. That's good. I hope you guys are doing well. We have a, a cool live today. We're going to be bringing on Brandy, who is someone really important at FDN, like the person at FDN. Uh, but she stays behind the scenes, so it's kind of cool to get to talk to her and hear from her expertise, because we're going to be talking about doing FDN around the world. I'm going live with her right now. Give me one sec. There's going to be a little pause in the live. Okay, we should have her with you guys in just a second. There we go. Brandy, hello, how are you? Hey, Ev, how's it going? It's going well. I realize we never get to talk as much as we uh, used to, so it's nice to see you. Oh, goodness, I'm sorry. <laughs> Touching things on my screen, making it all look weird. Yes, good morning. <laughs> yeah. um, cool, so Brandy's up in Canada. I'm in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. As you guys know, you can always drop where you're from below because this is more relevant than ever because we're actually talking today about doing FDN around the world. Uh, it's kind of interesting, Brandy, because when we started the Health Detective podcast, for example, you know, if you start any podcast, you don't have major celebrities on, you get maybe 10 downloads if you're lucky, all from your home country and stuff. And now it's, it's amazing to see, like, we have, like, Australia, UK, Canada fighting back and forth every month for who has the second most listeners with us outside of the U.S. We got Thailand. And so it is possible to do FDN around the world. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, we have practitioners in 50 countries around the world now. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that's more your expertise than myself. So if you don't mind, what I'll, what I'll do today is I can comment on this from the podcast side and the people I've interviewed around the world. But I think you'll be able to speak to the, the legality of this, the technicalities of this, and how this works. So yeah, let's just start off with the simple. Why can we do FDN around the world? Why is this something that I can't just do in the U.S. or Canada, for example? It's a great question. And the beauty of the FDN course is that we aren't limited to just working with people that we can see face-to-face. -face. I would say, or venture to guess, probably 80% of our FDN practitioners work remotely. So they have a home office. They work with clients all over the world. We can do sessions via Zoom. And that 
allows us to reach many more people. If we were just siloed into, you know, just in our local area, we wouldn't be able to reach as many people as we like. And, and I'm sure Reed has probably talked on here before, but his mission is to help as many people as possible get well and stay well naturally. And we can do that at FDN because we have that global reach. And the beauty of it is, is that when we established our medical director program, which is our lab program, when Reed started the FDN course in 2008, we have really worked hard to um, make some really great relationships with lab companies worldwide. So we do have distributors that we work with in Europe. We also have a company in Australia and many of our lab partners in the U.S. and now Canada, because Fluids IQ, one of our biggest partners, is based out of Canada. They can ship all over the world. So we're able to help people globally, which is amazing. Um, and I think that's one thing that also sets us apart from and many other practitioners is that we're helping people everywhere. Yeah, it's so cool. And if I'm not mistaken, um, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, because if you go through, I know this is not true for all 50 countries that we've already worked with and all the countries in the world, this would be a little tough. But as countries become more and more popular in the course, like even in Australia, because they have different units of measurement and they might use some different labs. Don't they actually get uh, slightly different parts of the course? Like they get different trainings to actually learn how to apply those labs in their country? Yeah, for sure. So Oh, um, specifically Australia, yes. We do have a separate, um, some separate training for our Australian practitioners specific to the test that they would be getting. Otherwise, the test that we teach in the course is available worldwide. So one of the things I always tell people, um, especially with our sales team, because we talk to a lot of people, India, South Africa, Mexico, England, I mean, all over the place, is that we can get a test kit into any country in the world. That's never a problem. We can get a test kit into any country. Um, where there may be an issue is whether or not the samples can be shipped out of the country. And we have found that the majority of countries, there's no problem with it. You know, there's a couple um, potentially where there may be some issues. And so what I always recommend, if you're living in a country where you're unsure if we can do testing, here's the question to ask. Talk to your local couriers and say, is there any issue with me sending exempt, this is the key word, exempt human specimens out of the country? They'll be able to tell you quickly. They'll know what that means. And for this, from our experience, there's very few countries that cannot ship out of the country, meaning we can, we can ship to all, every country and most countries can ship the specimens out of the country back to the lab so that we can work with them. So... We, we help all of our practitioners everywhere be able to access testing for themselves and for their clients. That's excellent. And if you're just tuning in and wondering what we're talking about today, we're actually talking about FDN and how it works around the world. Because, yes, I mean, the company started in USA, so that, that's great and all. But over time, I mean, we have practitioners from everywhere. I actually always say it's kind of fun getting to do the podcast because this is one of the most diverse communities I'm a part of. You know, you'll go into mm -hmm. AFDNP, which is our professionals group, and you're talking to someone from Europe. You're talking to someone from Asia sometimes, Australia, Canada. It's actually, it's really cool getting to... Uh, talk to everyone just think about um the staff right like all the different time zones we have to go through just to set a damn meeting right because <laughs> you got to check with uh ireland sometimes and then uh, parts of canada and usa uh, so if you're just tuning in and you have questions about how fdn works around the world this is definitely the time to ask otherwise we'll just keep going through stuff ourselves now to be clear 
if hypothetically it was one of those rare circumstances where someone's country that they're trying to do FDN out of is just a place where maybe they can't send uh, the labs out of, that doesn't actually stop them from going through the course, right? I mean, of course, there would be an issue with them doing the labs on themselves, and that, that is a part of the course. But they could work with clients from America or Canada or somewhere else, right? Absolutely. And, and that's what I kind of talked about off the top is that we're able to work with anybody around the world. So me being in Canada, I have clients in Canada, the United States. I've had clients in Australia. I have clients who are, um, I had a one in Russia. I wow. had one, you know, in, in some, we've, I, I think I actually worked one with, with one in South Africa as well. So we can work with anybody all over, anywhere in the world. So if you're a practitioner and your particular country is maybe a little bit difficult with the testing, the good thing is, is that you can work with anybody. So if you're willing to put yourself out there, you can work with people outside of your country and still be successful. The other thing that I like to tell people is what you learn in the course is still extremely valuable, even without testing. Like there's a lot of things that we can teach people and we can coach people on even without the testing. And the other thing that, that we do really well is we teach you how to look at testing from a different perspective. We're not looking at the numbers and saying, okay, well, let's give you this for that. We're taking that broad overview of, of a test and we're kind of looking at it differently. Like, who is this person? What are these test results telling me? So even if the only thing you could get in your country, let's say, is blood work, or maybe it's a food sensitivity test from a local lab, you can still work with that information, get information about your client and work with them using the principles that Reed teaches in the course. So there's lots of ways that you can support people and we give you that foundation and that structure in FDN to work with clients with or without labs and still have them see results. I, I 100 on, oh God, what are the most important tests to use no matter where you are? Um, well, actually my comments uh, much less important than that question. I kind of like that one. So, uh, I mean, I, I would just go off the top of my head and say, I think mm -hmm. it, the food sensitivity test seems to be one because it's not going to always be the same test, but you could get a food sensitivity test. I've seen at least uh, yeah. just about anywhere. Um, but then again, I'm learning something today too, because I didn't realize that most of the time, if there was any problem, the problem would be shipping it back out. I didn't know that even shipping it in is, is rarely the issue. So um, based on that knowledge, Brandy, I mean, what would you consider the most important test to use no matter where the person is? I mean, I, I would have to agree with you with the food sensitivity test. I mean, even here in Canada, where we have socialized healthcare, and you know, we don't have things like LabCorp and Quest and a lot of those direct to consumer lab companies, I can still go and order my own food sensitivity test. And I think that is true in most countries. And I mean, I'm sure you've seen it, Evan, but a lot of practitioners have seen it, the food alone, like even just finding that part out and making shifts with the food can make a huge difference with clients. So I would definitely say that if you can get a food sensitivity test and Maybe the only other thing that you can get is blood chemistry, and we have an amazing advanced blood chemistry course that, you know, is available to everybody. Let's say the other one that you can get is blood chemistry. That can be very valuable, and you could take the dress principles that we teach you in the foundational course and be able to help your clients make change. And one thing I'll add on to, because I think this is something that's probably going to, even if they're watching the replay, it's going to go through someone's head. They're going to say, well, wait a second. No, my, um, my specific country has laws that, you know, only doctors can order the labs and stuff. Well, a lot of FDNs aren't doctors to begin with, guys. We do have MDs that go through the course, but like 
myself, for example, I'm not a doctor. Brandy's not a doctor. Mm -hmm. That's one of the cool things about FDN. You're getting trained in how to actually analyze these things. And yes, we have a medical director program, which is the doctors who are able to facilitate these orders for us. But I'm never the one that has some paperwork there that says, oh, Evan Trans who ordered this lab, that would be illegal. So we don't, we don't do that, right? I'm not a doctor. So that's what's, I think that's where there's a disconnect for people sometimes where they think, oh, I'm not a doctor. I can't do this. It's like, that didn't even matter anyway. Um, in fact, sometimes we have doctors that go through the course so that they can utilize our medical director program other states and other countries, um, if they're based out of the US at least, because they might only have a license, let's say, in uh, Pennsylvania. And so they wanna work with clients all around the country or world. They will actually, it's not that they're giving up their license, but they're basically ordering through our medical director program because it gives them more freedom than even their licensure as a actual doctor um, gives them. So I know that might be, I think that confuses people a little bit if it's the first time that they've heard it, but you, you never have to worry about that because you're never the one ordering the labs and you're definitely not the one running the labs on the individual, right? I, I wouldn't have Brandy in my office and take a saliva sample from her. That's, that's not what we do. Brandy is running the test on herself. It is a self-administered test that you are analyzing the results of, right? So does that, does that make that clear? Do you think that's good for everyone? Yeah, and I think... I think that's a great distinction for us to talk about is, you know, the test kits that we're sending are considered self-tests. So you can collect the sample at home, as Evan said. You know, you're not going to a doctor's office where they're collecting your saliva, they're collecting your stool, they're collecting your dry urine. Like, you're doing that at home, mm -hmm. and then you're sending it back to the lab. And these tests, I like to use a word that um, Dr. Gontor uses is, you know, the test that we use can be considered research use only. And the reason that that's important is because when we're using them, we're trying to gather information about that person not to diagnose them. So if you've ever heard Reed talk about the FDN course, he says, we don't diagnose anything specifically. It's all metabolic chaos. Like we're looking at what are the clues or what are these tests telling us are the underlying stressors or things that are going on in this person's body that's contributing to their health complaints. And what can we do with lifestyle to help make improvements. We're not prescribing everything, anything. We're not going to look at a marker, like I said earlier, of, oh, your cortisol is high. Let's give you something to lower the cortisol. That's a this for that approach. That's what we do in conventional medicine. That's not what we do as FDM practitioners. We say, why is your cortisol high? What's going on that's making that happen? What can we do? What can we help you adjust in your lifestyle to lower your stress and bring that cortisol down? Not just, here's a supplement. And that's a big distinction, and that's why when um, we're talking about testing, it's important to understand this is not the standard test that your doctor is going to order for you, look at the results, give you a diagnosis, and write you a prescription. That is not what we do. And that's why we use the labs that we use, because it gives us a lot of information about the different body systems so that we can have a big picture. I like to use this analogy when I'm talking to people is that if I'm a detective, the health detective podcast, we like to use that word. If I'm a detective and I go to a crime scene, I want all the evidence. I cannot solve the crime if I only have one piece of evidence. So liken that to if you only run one test, you're not going to get all the big picture. So we, we gather evidence so that we can see what is going on with this person. Let's uncover as many of those underlying stressors as we can. And then let's give them recommendations and things they can do with their lifestyle, whole body approach mm -hmm. to make improvements in their health. Absolutely. I have 
have something to add to that, but I want to get to the questions first. Thanks for asking someone. A self-test. So even if not an FDN practitioner, a person could test themselves, but just not know how to read the results. Um, I mean, they would have to have the doctor, I guess, to facilitate that order. That's what our medical pro uh, director program does. But I mean, I guess in theory, if you could get a doctor to somehow do that, yeah, yes, that would happen. But I would be a little... A little careful with that because if you don't have the philosophy that comes with FDN or even something similar, I'm not just saying it's only FDN, but FDN or something similar, the best that you would ever be able to do then with those labs without training is treat the paperwork, right? You would only be exactly. able to treat something high or low if you don't know anything else about that and don't have the training. And I mean, that might work in allopathic medicine to the degree that allopathic medicine works. Uh, but if you're watching a live like this and trying to get the results that we get, you're probably going to want that, that different level of analysis. So yes, in theory, some of these labs, I guess, could be acquired by the consumer. Uh, but most of the time, they would need to be facilitated by a doctor. And that's what our medical director program allows us to do. That's one of the perks that you get as a um, certified FDN practitioner. It's not just, you know, take a few classes and you know, basically everyone gets a certification. Um, my girlfriend, Brandy's going through this right now and she's, and she went to college. So she is consistently impressed mm -hmm. with how intense these practicals are and, and the testing that she's going through to actually have to graduate. Like she feels like she knows a lot about this. And it's, yeah. I can tell every time she gets off one of these calls, uh, it just boosts her confidence more and more because you leave FDN feeling like, all right, I know what I'm doing here. So my, again, long way of saying, yes, you could, I guess, get these labs. One, it'd be a little tricky and two, I mean, at best, you would just be able to see what's high or low. And, and so I think that'd be kind of risky. I just don't know why someone would want to do that, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I think, think that's where we go back to. If you're living in a country where, let's say, maybe there is a difficult time getting the specimens out of, out of the country, but you can get a food sensitivity test and maybe blood chemistry, you're still going to want to have the proper training to look at it from the perspective that we look at it as FDM practitioners of not treating the paper but actually having a good thorough intake process with your client, understanding what their their areas of concern are, and then getting as much information as you can to create a lifestyle protocol. And so if you live in, and unfortunately China is a country that's difficult, so let's say you live in China, you could still take this course, learn a lot of information, and be able to have protocols and an understanding on how to guide your client in the different areas of their lifestyle where they can make improvements, even if all you can get maybe is, say, is blood chemistry and a food sensitivity test. You can make change. But if you're just going blind, and I'm sure anybody on here that's done that, if you go online and you're, you do your blood work and you're looking up, what does it mean when my TSH is high? You're going to get so much information, it's confusing, and then you're going to think, well, I found the answer because it's high, but there's so much more information that you need to know. And that's what we do as FDM practitioners. We look at the whole picture. We don't look yeah. at just one longer. Absolutely. So someone else asked, uh, and by the way, that was a good question. I just, um, and you can feel free to comment again. I just don't, I wouldn't understand why someone would necessarily want the tests without the training. So I might be missing something and feel free to uh, shoot us another comment. Uh, someone else said, how much is the training? How many weeks or months is the program? I can take some load off you with this one. So the training right now, I think actually, I realized it updated, right? So it's, what is it? 8,995 now? 8,997. 
Yes. Cool, 997. And um, what you can actually do, and one of the things I love about FDN is they offer you payment plans all the way out until like, I mean, 24 months and it's in-house. So it's not like you're going through a third party credit check. You can do that and get it even um, at a better rate. But I think 24 months is more than enough if someone's serious about this kind of thing. And so, yeah, you can do it through that. In terms of how long the program will take, I think the average right now, I, I remember Reed was at a conference with me recently and he's like, I think it was like 8.9 months. I'm like, what? Yep. Nine point <laughs> Something like it was very specific. These guys track their data, um, but it can be done. I think reasonably in as little as six months if the person's putting in a lot of effort. Um, my girlfriend and best friend are both going through right now. I already mentioned that she was going through, and I. She started in September and she's about to graduate technically in a couple of weeks, assuming she passes everything and she's been doing mm -hmm. well. So that would have been about six months, but Maddie's also put a lot of effort into it. And my best friend's also on the same pace. He started a little later, but will be graduating a little later. So uh, these people were able to do this in six months and Maddie works full-time currently. So she did that with a full-time job and she has to handle me. And so with, with between <laughs> all those things, you know, if she could finish FDN in six months, I think that you guys can do it as well. And so you can be out there doing this work. Um, I'll, I'll answer this question as if it already came up because this was something I got all the time when I was um, on the course enrollment side, Brandy, is people sure. wonder like, well, can I do this work though if I'm on a 24 month payment plan and I finish in six months? Does that tell much FDN believes in their system? The answer is yes. So you would have only paid like a fraction of what you got the value of, right? And you got lab tests included in the course. That's the crazy part. So just the lab tests themselves would have accounted for almost six months of your payments already. And yet you can be out there charging what we charge as FDNs. I mean, we have a whole thing that we do in person, uh, local to me. I mean, we're charging $4,500 for a three-month program. That is what FDN should charge at, at the very least. And even if you're new, um, even if you're charging a bit less than that, you're still doing pretty well for yourself. So that, that's what it is. Someone said, where can we look at the curriculum? Thank you. Um, I know something offhand, but that's probably linked to the podcast. So I don't know if you have yeah. a link. Uh, so you can go to our website, functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com. There's a nice pretty tab at the top that says programs. And if you click on programs, you have access to our course curriculum. We also have a course tour there as well. So you can get a behind the scenes look. Um, and I think this person, that was the one who asked about how long it took. So I want to just expand on what you said, Evan. So yeah, it takes about eight to 10 months. There's about 150 hours worth of educational content, plus 11 hours of mentoring time, which means you get one-on-one -on -one with a mentor where you get to practice what you learn so it's a role play scenario so you get 11 hours with a mentor and then optionally there's two hours per week of calls that you can attend for extra support so one of them is with Reed for an hour and the other one is with our lead mentor Elizabeth Gaines and you can ask her questions um, you can get feedback and then our support is also always there so you can always email support if you need anything so we are really, it's really important for us that you feel confident and that you're able to get through the course and we want to make sure that we're supporting you. So hopefully that answers all of those questions. And thank you, Joe. Yeah. Yes, the link is also in our bio as well. Yes. We're throwing out the mentorship too, because um, when you and I went through the course, right, there was mentorship, but it's just, my gosh, it's expanded so much um, since five, six or whatever you were. How long ago did you go through, Brandy? It was a while ago, right? I graduated January 2nd, 2014. Wow, nice. So it's been a while. Yeah, I didn't start. <laughs>
2017 and, and the mentorship was just set up so much differently and what FDN always does um everyone gets this you'll get a post-grad interview and so that's just them getting feedback like how can we make it even better and everyone gets this which is crazy when you think about how many hours go into just that over time and so it's been so much fun to see like my friends and girlfriend go through the course right now and it's like they get this Facebook training group Right, they're going in and they're supported by like hundreds of other people and the staff. Reed's hop this Reed's almost seventy years old that is hopping on live with these people just to help out. I mean, guys, he's he's got this uh, company running like a well-oiled machine, and now Brandy's basically you know in charge at this point. He doesn't have to do this, is my point. And he's still hopping on with the trainees. He's still hopping on with the graduates. He does the same things on Friday, um, lecturing for this stuff. So it's really um it's a it's a cool time to join still because we're. We're big enough that we have all these systems in place for you and just small enough that you could still get direct access to the original founder of this who's been teaching it um, in some way for 20 years and directly as a course for uh, whatever that is, 14, 15 years almost. So that's awesome. Um, one thing that I wanted to go back to since I don't see any other questions in the chat right now, and if you are just tuning in, this is a great time to ask, I mean, technically any questions about FDN, but specifically about how FDN works around the world because that's the main topic today. You had mentioned China as an example as being a country that is tough and I'm sorry to throw you a tough question because this might be case by case so let's say though I'm someone let's say I'm in China and I want mm -hmm. to go through the course and we know that the labs are going to be an issue and this does matter because part of the cost of the course is I get these labs to run on myself um does that change at all or is that too tough in the person hey you because I already think the course is uh, underpriced as it is, and that's someone who went through this. So I know I work for them, but I'm also unbiased because I didn't work for them for the first three years that I did this. I thought it was underpriced. Um, so would they get any type of, would that change at all? Or would it just be like, hey, still the same price and you can get the labs maybe when you're out of country? Like, how does that process work? It's a great question. So everybody who enrolls in the course gets four test kits included in their tuition to run on themselves. So you get to be your own first client and you get to experience the process. If you live in a country where the labs are difficult, there's very few times that we have found like our team works very, very hard because we want you to get the labs. So even in China, we've had this happen. We may not have been able to get all four, but we've at least been able to get them two. And we're always working with lab companies and finding distributors that can work with us. Um, and so that's why we are establishing partnerships with labs internationally. Like I said, we have one in Australia that does have an Asian distributor that will ship test kits. Now, not all of them can go, um, but we were, we've been able to get at least two so you can get the information and then we can give you some guidance on maybe check with your doctor to for these other tests to see if we can get some more information. So I don't recall ever a time where we couldn't at least get one to two test kits to somebody in a difficult area. Like I mentioned, China was one of them. Unfortunately, during COVID times, um, South Africa was another one. We were able to get kits in there, but it wasn't that South Africa wasn't allowing the specimens to come out. It was that there was a lockdown on the borders. So what we did is we actually established a relationship with somebody in South Africa that knew the regulations and was able to support our practitioners there, get access to testing locally. So that's one thing we pride ourselves on is we've always been trying to create these relationships with labs so that we can make sure that um, our practitioners have access to them. And the same is true for supplements. We're always working on that. That's something big we're working on right now as well is trying to find as many supplement suppliers as we can so that regardless 
regardless of where you are, you have access to supplements because that can also be difficult. And that's one thing, like I said, we, we work really hard on. And I see um, Devanya's question. Yes, there is testing in India. So absolutely. And it's, it's interesting. We had quite a few people from India reaching out to us lately, which is exciting. We love to, we love to hear from everybody. And we have a couple of trainees in India currently. So yes, we can do India. Um and I'll, I'll make the next one easy because a uh, roadmap to vitality said, what about in Canada? Um, Canada, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I think that's our, our second biggest country in terms of like the amount of FDN practitioners. Brandy mm -hmm. is in Canada. She has always been in Canada while doing FDN. Yes. So I can definitely speak to that question. No problem doing FDN in Canada. Um, in fact, one of the labs that we teach you in the course, Fluids IQ, is their lab is based in Toronto. So three of the tests that are included in tuition come from Fluids IQ in Toronto. And the nice thing is, as a Canadian, when you become a practitioner, you can open an account with them and you can pay in Canadian funds. So um, that is the nice thing. Now, the other tests for Canada, they do come from the U.S. and they are in U.S. funds, but um, it's really easy. There's not a lot of restrictions here in Canada. And if you have any questions, we're happy to answer any questions you have about your particular country. Yeah, I just, I, I will, I mean, not that she really cares, but just out of respect, I won't mention her name, but I know like one of our most successful FDNs right now is based out of Canada. And uh, she's killing it, guys. She's making enough for several FDN practitioners. So it definitely can be done up there. Um, how about practicing in Europe and places like Denmark? Um, actually, I don't know the answer. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. One of our big lab partners who distributes worldwide is based out of Denmark. So um, we have a lab partner where they specialize in the logistics of shipping and they're based in Denmark. Very, very cool. Um, Roadmap to Vitality asked again. I love this back and forth, Brandy. We're killing it. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Do you use self-core products? So one thing you want to understand about FDN, and I've mentioned this in other lives, and, and this is actually one of the parts I love about them most, is they... We are not necessarily lab loyal or supplement loyal, although we, of course, try to teach certain things in the course just to not be confusing, right? That's why Fluids IQ is a major partner of us. Um, we still use Biomatrix and stuff as a lot of the supplements. But when I say we're not loyal to one, it's because we don't necessarily care about the lab or supplements. We don't have any deals with them. We want to know what works best for the specific thing that we might be working on. Um, and so even though we don't teach CellCore in the course, uh, the good news is, yes, we do have access to it. And actually, um, I just got my uh, approval the other day. If you go on their list of approved practitioners, Cellcore is kind of, that's actually one of the harder ones to get into. It just, it so happens that you mm -hmm. asked about Cellcore. It's a tougher supplement company to get into. And right on their list, they have functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. And so I got registered uh, just probably six or seven days ago uh, for our business because I wanted some of their like para one, para two stuff. So yes, you can get that as an FDN practitioner. And then the good news is I always tell people this. We never, we never talked about this enough on the sales team. If you are a health nerd, the amount that you spend on the course and then the wholesale pricing that you get on supplements, if you live long enough, I promise you, you'll get the money back just in wholesale because <laughs> the amount of money my family <laughs> that I save on these like 40, 50% discounts on supplements, I have spent, I, I've spent enough on those to make way back, uh, way more back than what I spent on the course. It's, it's kind of cool, right? Um, yeah. If any other questions come up about uh, FDN around the world, feel free to shoot them below. I, I know we're at the 30 I minute mark. Talk about the supplement yeah. question here, Evan, because I, I, to your point, we're not like completely tied to one company. And again, because we're international, not every supplement company is available in every country. So I remember back when I started, the only thing we ever talked about was Biomatrix. 
And when I started, I had to go and go on the website and look at what are all the ingredients and then go to the health food store locally and look up those ingredients and find something similar. And so that's why we've changed to we have some that we recommend because we vetted them. They've been around for a long time. They have a lot high quality, but you're free to use whichever supplement company that you want. If you have a favorite company that you want to use, you can do that. It's there, there's no hard and fast rule of you only have to use these ones. So, and again, that's again, because we're international, we want it to be flexible for our practitioners everywhere. Absolutely. You know, if I, if we went into, um, even in the course, if we went into every little, uh, lab or supplement lab, that is, mm -hmm. that I could get access to as an FDN, it's actually overwhelming. Um, it's more just cool to learn about it. All right, here, this is the set stuff that we're going to use in the course. This is vetted. We know that this it always works. This is good. <laughs> and then it's just more like uh, the gift that keeps on giving when you're, I graduated because I must have accounts with like 10 to 15 different places. Um, not that you have to do that because you can use things like full script, I suppose, but it is just kind of cool. I like having the accounts myself and just being able to uh, get the wholesale orders and, and we use it a lot in business. So, um, okay. One other thing I guess I wanted to touch on if there's no immediate questions is just because we, we did this before, but we didn't really elaborate on it. I think when people are first hearing about FDN, whether it's through the podcast or through our marketing or whatever, I think they initially think that it's, it's only labs, right? That's what we are is just lab mm -hmm. training. But actually mentioned, well, hey, even if, gosh forbid, you didn't have any of the labs, you could still do FDN. And I think if it's someone's first interaction with us or first couple interactions with us, that might be confusing. Um, so I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit. And then obviously, I know you'll have uh, some way to elaborate even better. One of the things you guys got to understand is that FDN primarily is a, a lifestyle uh, changing modality, right? So we learn about things like DRESS. It's our acronym, uh, diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. And so in my opinion, even though I've worked with some really tricky clients, and in fact, I was a tricky client myself in terms of how complicated my case was, when you nail down DRESS, which we teach you extensively in the course, DRESS does not necessarily require any labs whatsoever. And you will get people 70, 80% better all the time, right? Or well, they'll get themselves better by just applying the things that you taught them, really. And so what I do think more often than not, it's not always the case, but more often than not, the labs are more or less an accelerator to get the person feeling a lot better a lot quicker. Because yes, if you are someone who's been dealing with health, health symptoms, like I was 20, 21 when I went through the course, I'd been dealing with health symptoms since before five years old. Okay. Yes, if you just start changing your lifestyle, even if you do it dang near perfectly, you're right. It could take, you know, um, several months or even a few years just by changing lifestyle for the body to heal naturally. Now, if you get labs involved and you figure out just exactly what areas got most affected by you not living the best lifestyle for the last whatever it was, 10, 15 years, that's when you have those, those healing opportunities and we can really accelerate uh, this healing process. So I hope that makes sense to people, but that's how I look at it. It's like, even if you just put someone through a dress, I think given enough time, the vast majority of people would actually get better. The labs can just be a great accelerator for people that we work with. And, and they're sometimes very sick and they've been sick for decades. So that's, that's why they want the labs. They need it. They want to feel better quick. Yeah, and we've, I mean, we've experienced this, Evan. I mean, you've been around when we had a lab go away. Like, there was a lab that just closed its doors. So labs come and go, and while it's important for us and we pride ourselves in, like, we are one of the best programs that teach you how to look at labs differently, we cannot discount the importance of dress because that is, that's what we do. That's the lifestyle program. The other thing that I wanted to mention is, you know, a lot of people focus on supplements. 
and you can't out supplement a bad diet you can't out supplement not going to bed on time you can't out supplement being a stress case like you just can't so that's why it's important to focus on all of those areas of lifestyle and i think fdn does a really great job of teaching you the framework of that you need to use with your clients and helping you to look at things differently i've said this a few times but if you really understand FDN and the more you practice it, the more you understand the importance of the big picture, because it's so easy for us to go down a rabbit hole and a nuance of like one little area. And we forget that we need to look at the big picture. That's where you get results because that's what conventional medicine does. You go to a specialist for every single thing. So, okay, I'm going to go to a specialist for the gut. Oh, now there's a skin issue. Okay, now you're going to go to a dermatologist. Oh, now you're having headaches. Now you're going to go to a neurologist. Those are like, it's not fixing the problem. We we learn in FDN how to, Reed calls it clinical correlation, but also we learn really good observation skills so that we can really help our clients and not get dragged down into the weeds where other other practitioner has gone with them and they haven't gotten results. So um, I love that you said that. It labs, we definitely pride ourselves in that, but it's not the be-all, end-all, and you can still learn a lot from the FDM program if labs went away tomorrow. Absolutely. It's like, if we have them, why not use them? That's just intelligent to do. But um, we can't get caught up in that. And, and we don't want to misrepresent ourselves. It's like, yeah, it's lifestyle at the end of the day. But we just happen to be also very good at the lab stuff. And um, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that idea of like that lab closing. I think that was the ultimate testament to what Reed had been talking about almost hypothetically for years before that. Like, oh, we don't really need the labs. Like, no, we really didn't need the laps. <laughs> like we saw what happened uh, during that temporary thing in the beginning of the pandemic. And um, FDN not only made it through, it actually is bigger than ever before and continues to grow for years. So uh, it doesn't matter. We're still getting people healthy and, and still helping them. Um, is HTMA a part of the curriculum? HTMA is not a part of the curriculum in and of itself. Uh, this is kind of similar to, it's a good question, and it's similar to the supplement question, actually, because it's like, all right, we're not loyal to any specific lab necessarily, but FDN was created around Reed Davis's expertise in running labs with, I mean, over 10,000 clients. It's kind of mm -hmm. crazy how that worked out. And so in his world, he was not using HTMA at the time. However, one of the cool things about FDN is all the labs that we get access to as graduates. So we do get access to HTMA um, labs. You can order them through our medical director program once you graduate. And uh, shameless plug, if you don't mind, I, we always got to shout out our friend Kendra Perry. She is an FDN herself, um, and she is one of the, the better HTMA courses out there. And I haven't gone through it because I've only just started using HTMA on and off in the last six months. So I'm excited to do that. But from my understanding, she is very good at teaching it in a way that still isn't alignment with a lot of the FDN principles. So I would start with FDN and see if this works, because I, I promise you it's going to work pretty well um, without, with or without HTMA. And then those are things that probably are best to add on over time. But I've seen applicability to it, and I've seen applicability to a lot of different labs that weren't taught in the main course. But man, th there's a reason that we taught it the way that he did. He doesn't care what labs we use right? It, HTMA doesn't mean anything more to him than salivary hormone testing, right? He's not loyal to any of those things. It's what worked over and over again in all these clients that he worked with. So if you want to access yeah. it, yeah, go through FDN, but we won't teach it in the main curriculum, no. Yeah, and I'll just add on that. Um, HTMA is a great test, and a lot of our FDN practitioners use it, but it's considered like a next level test. So you want to get the foundations in place first. And if you do take Kendra's course, she will actually reiterate that. Um, and the reason we don't have an HTMA course is 
Kendra is an FDM practitioner. Her course is amazing and we recommend it. So why reinvent the wheel? Um, so you do get access to the testing post-graduation. We have over 60 tests in, in our medical director program. And let's talk a little bit about this because then they might get the question, well, if I can order it and I can't interpret it, well, how is that helpful? Sure. So whenever you order something through our medical director program, you always have the option to have a 30-minute consult with one of our clinical advisors who can support you. Now, those sessions are not meant to teach you. So if, you know, they're not going to teach you all about the HTMA in 30 minutes, but they can help you with that particular client and those test results and help you to see if you're on the right track and give you some insights. So beyond the five foundational tests that we teach you in the course, you have access to more and you can schedule a clinical advisor consult anytime with one of our FCN clinical advisors and they can support you on any new test that you want to add. Um, but I always tell our new graduates, because we do a postgraduate interview with every single person who goes through the course to get their feedback, and I always tell them, get comfortable with the foundations first, feel really confident with those, and then if you want to learn about more testing, then you can dive into some advanced courses and, and some more testing, and that's the time to do it. But don't feel like you have to know every single test before you can help somebody because then you're going to get stuck and then you're never going to help anybody. You have the tools that you need with the foundational course and then you can add on as you go. Yeah. And then, and it's fun to add it on as you go because now you have the philosophy, right? Like you understand how to look at this stuff. Most of these labs, not all of them, but I'm thinking about, uh, for example, another one that comes up often is like the O, right? And when, yeah. You can run that through a few labs. One of them is Great Plains. It's a popular one. Great Plains actually, because these labs want you to run their labs, of course. So they have training on the oath that you can go to, but it's really important to have that FDM philosophy beforehand because, I, listen, I'm actually not speaking directly on Great Plains. I don't know what they teach. I just know that they offer this education. And so you might find that, okay, that's, that's maybe a little bit more treating the paperwork. I don't know what that specific lab. Again, just saying that in general, some of these labs might be more treating the paperwork. So now you're getting the education on the lab and what the markers mean but you also have it through this fdm lens and you're able to kind of combine this so that's where it's like all right yeah we could teach 60 labs in the course and charge thirty thousand dollars for it it's going to take you three or four years that would be a little ridiculous or it's like all right let's nail down the foundational stuff that works 80 90 percent of the time in the way that you want it to it always works to some degree i'm saying 80 90 percent of the time in that like that is literally all you need for the client to get to where they want to go 80 90 percent of the time i have found that the fdn foundational course gets them to where they want to go um in that amount of uh percentages or in that amount of percentage but you might find 10 to 20 percent of the time all right maybe the client got 80 percent better doing the foundational stuff and they have been disciplined for six to 12 months okay cool well then we have an array of things that you can choose from to make an intelligent decision with and like how can we uh support this person a little further i was one of those people that needed it myself i ended up doing the htma because i felt a little run down last year and it turned out i mean i don't know if it was actually fdn it was more me not doing something properly right <laughs> but mm -hmm. that htma was support me through that time so uh totally cool to use all that stuff um all right, looks like that might be, oh, someone said, I knew there was a comment. Someone said, I like the KISS method. And if someone doesn't know what that is, that's keep it simple, stupid. And yes, so even though FDN obviously dives deep and nerdy into the lab stuff, yes, we do try to keep it as straightforward and simple as possible through the main course. And then if you want to nerd out, uh, trust me, we got plenty of that <laughs> post-graduation in our uh, graduates group. So with all that said, Brandy, we've been going for 40 minutes. I want to definitely shout out our, the hormone workshop, but in terms of the topic of how to do this around the world, is there anything else that we needed to hit on today? I don't 
think so. I think we covered it. And, um, you know, we pride ourselves on being an international country, our company. So if you are international, you have some questions about your specific country, feel free to reach out to our team. Um, if you go to our website, there's a button there that says book a call. It's no pressure. Their job is to answer your questions. So if you have a specific question about your country, book a call, talk to one of our course advisors, and they can answer your questions. Excellent. All right. And then just while I have you guys, because a lot, we've been getting so much, uh, what do you call that? Like outreach because of this, like a lot of people are interested. So we also, someone said silly instead of the stupid. Yes, I will use a better acronym next time. Oh, we have one more question. How do we navigate on the health coaching regulations that other countries might have? So this is a broad question, but I'll, I'll attempt to answer it. So one of the things that's important for everybody to understand is that there isn't like one licensing body for health coaching. It doesn't exist. Um, there's organizations and there's boards, but there's no like legal regulations for health coaching. Now, having said that, the one thing that's important to keep in mind about FDN is that Reed came from a law background. So it was very important to him that what we do as FDM practitioners is well within our scope of practice, and we do not cross the line into diagnosing and treating or what doctors do. They have their place. They do a great job with what they, they do. We stay in our lane, and we teach you in the course the right language to use and how to stay within your scope so that you are doing things ethically and legally. There's no law anywhere that I'm aware of that prevents you as a health coach from giving lifestyle advice. Can, well, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I was just going to say the only thing that made the exception to that would be, you know, some places that you have to be a nutritionist or a dietitian to prescribe a diet or meal planning. And FDNs do not do meal planning or prescribe diets. We give you recommendations, but we don't do any prescribing. That's the only place that I'm aware of that um, where there is regulations, but there's no rules about giving lifestyle advice of you should go to bed on time, you need to move. You shouldn't be eating a ton of sugar. Like, there's no law that prevents you from giving advice like that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really glad that, I always forget to mention that, that you uh, talked about, like, Reed having that law background, you know, because we're as by the book as they come. Um, you guys would be really surprised what you're able to do by just having someone, because we provide the paperwork for you, too, in the course. Like, it's a terms of service agreement, letting them know that, hey, they are agreeing to, one, let you see their lab test results, and two, um, basically give them educational type of insights on it. That That's all it is. Mm -hmm. The only way I can even picture this ever happening, Brandy, and I am speaking from a limited scope because I'm just thinking about U.S., but I know he there's been a push for maybe health coaching to get covered by insurance, which sounds really nice on the surface. But the second that you go through insurance, just like certain chiropractors have here and just like certain acupuncturists have here, they are allowed to limit what is actually covered by insurance and what you're allowed to do. So when you go to a cash-based chiropractor or acupuncturist in America, they can do whatever they, they need to do and want to do, right? Versus if I go to a chiropractor that's uh, insurance covered, that's great, my insurance covers it, but they can only do, I think, like three or four different main types of adjustments versus, you know, my chiropractor's got some crazy stuff that's really cool going on over there, right? So FDN, I mean, it, it's, it's never going, I mean, it'd be awesome, but it's never gonna be covered by insurance the way that we would want it. So as long as we're cash-based and you have the proper terms of service, I can't see anything um, preventing us from doing what we're doing. And that, that would be, We'd be living in a pretty crazy world if that happens, but. Yeah, you know. and the insurance statement is you don't want to be covered by insurance because if your services are being covered by insurance, the state is then going to dictate to you how much you get paid. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're working for a doctor as a health coach and your services are covered by insurance, you might get $30 an hour. If you work for yourself and that's cash basis, like Evan said, we have FDNs making $200, $300 an hour in their packages. So it's not always a good thing. Um, I do understand there's some practitioners that, you know, they want to do that. They want to work for doctors. They just want to do coaching. And that's great. There's nothing where we're not against that. We need more people who want to do health coaching and be out in the world and help people. Um, but from, but overall there is no like large governing board that governs health coaching. Absolutely. Last thing I want to shout out for you guys, a separate topic, but again, a lot of people have been super interested in this is our stress and hormones workshop with yours truly. And I'll be hopping on with Joe Pate. She's another um, person here at FDN. So you guys have probably seen her a couple of times, definitely uh, on our Instagram, but she'll be co-hosting with me. And we're going over 70 plus slides, really getting you into our world of FDN. Um, it's an $11 workshop. And you guys know how much we give out for free if you just think about like the podcast and Instagram and stuff. So $11 in our world is actually going to get you quite a bit. And you will get to see how you can apply the way that we think about hormones specifically into your health coaching practice, even if you never go through the course. Um, and we'll also give you a really nice teaser if you are interested in the course, because right? What's 11 bucks for most people. Um, and you know, then you can actually see, all right, this is what they teach. This is what they learn. So if you're interested in that, it's going to be live March 2nd, uh, 7 p.m. EST for myself, uh, 4 p.m. PST. And then we got people all around the world. So I'm sorry, you're going to have to do the rest of the conversions yourself, but that's 4 p.m. PST, 7 p.m. EST, and that's uh, United States. So, um, when you go check that out, if you hop on live with us, there's a Q&A at the end too. It's going to be about two hours total. So we'll go through the slides, teach you a lot about hormones and stress, and then we will do the live Q&A. Even if you can't make it directly, you will have a lifetime access to the replay for the $11. So if you're interested in that, do one of two things. You can either drop the word hormones below, or since we're about to end the uh, call as well, you can actually DM us. We have real human beings that talk on our Instagram. It's not mm-hmm. a chat bot. You will get to talk to one of our staff members. So just just uh, shoot them a message in the direct messages spot and let them know that you're interested in that stress and hormones workshop and we will get you signed up. Um, I think we covered quite a bit today. I can't believe it's already been 50 minutes, Brandy. It was nice talking to you. It's always great, Evan, and I hope a lot of people learned a lot of things. And again, if we didn't cover any of your questions, feel free to reach out to our team. We're happy to answer your questions. We want you to feel confident in your decision and joining the FDN family. Cool. All right. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a great weekend.